Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back. I want you to know just how much I love and appreciate the fact that I have the privilege to have your listening ear. I understand that you could be anywhere else on the planet, doing anything else on the planet, and you're spending your time, investing your time, in this intimate conversation between you and me. I got that, and I appreciate it. I also love and appreciate when you leave feedback, when you send me messages or comment in the Facebook group, the Align Self Podcast Listeners Facebook group. That feedback is important to me. Now, I don't require it, but I didn't think I required it. But, you know, sometimes I'm sitting in my office and I'm talking into a microphone, listening to myself talk. And I wonder sometimes, is anyone listening? Now, you would think that I would understand that people are listening, because in just a little over two months of doing this podcast, we've had over 9,000 downloads. And frankly, that's pretty extraordinary for a podcast. So I know there's a lot of you out there. But still, I appreciate the personalized feedback. You letting me know how an idea or how a concept impacted your life. How it made a difference for you. Or perhaps how synchronistic the topics are for, a, for whatever point you are in your life. I, I dig that. I, I dig it. I don't typically say that, but that came from somewhere. Uh, but I dig it. You know, I really appreciate it. And I, I love it. And uh, if you want to pay me back for any value that you get out of this, drop me a note, drop me a line, and, uh, or leave a, leave a review. That, that helps other people to find the podcast. I, I'm just very much in gratitude as we begin this episode And this episode is about pain and discomfort. (laughs) Seems like a stark contrast to gratitude. And, you know, frankly, this was not on my radar to talk about. It wasn't on my list. I didn't plan on it. And it seems as if I can't think of any other topic I would rather talk about today than this. And when that happens, I understand that this is a, a gift from the universe that, you know, pain and discomfort is a very human experience. And everyone deals with it when they're immersed in the human adventure. You cannot not escape it at some point. But despite the universal appeal of pain and discomfort, if this particular episode resonates with you, it may be especially for you. So as we dive a little deeper into the concepts of pain and discomfort, I want to delineate and uh, make distinct the difference between pain and discomfort, and even being uncomfortable. Now, if you've been alive for any length of time on the planet, you have probably heard the phrase, no pain, no gain. No pain, no growth, in other words. Now, especially if you're an athlete, you've heard this, and it's the idea, it's not really pain. Because in my experience in athletics, when you're feeling pain, it's really telling you to stop or you're going to cause some damage. So I think that phrase, no pain, no gain, really speaks to discomfort, being uncomfortable, like moving outside your comfort zone. 
And just like in athletics, that also includes personal growth, personal expansion, adapting new behaviors, new ideas. Anytime we're leaving the boundaries of our comfort zone, the realm of the familiar, and pushing into the unknown, we experience discomfort. We experience fear. Now, what the average person does is when they experience pain or that discomfort, they stop, they give up. Like, I don't want to do this. This is more than I bargained for. And I have to admit, when I was a lot younger, uh, that was me. I'm intrinsically lazy. I, I don't like to be uncomfortable. And I don't, you know, I really don't know many people that do. So it wasn't until I read a book, This Running Life, and there was a chapter on pain by uh, George Sheehan. Now, this book is probably 40 years old. It was in the early 80s when I read it. But he talked about being with pain, like working through it, developing a relationship with pain. And I'm sure he meant discomfort. But one really doesn't know for sure until you physically and mentally just sit with the pain, sit with the discomfort, rather than try to escape it. And it is through being with it that you can actually rise above it. You come to realize yourself as something more, something bigger. I didn't really understand this fully until, and frankly, I didn't realize I was going to talk about this, but this is, uh, it's a little intimate. It's a little private. Um, In my 30s, I would have periods or episodes of testicular torsion. One of my testicles the vas deferens, the, the tube that carries the sperm, uh, started to twist and would become tangled up like a telephone cord, which, as you can imagine, would result in a fair amount of pain. Now, I would kind of work my way through it on my own uh, by getting myself into a hot tub of water and just allowing things to loosen up. Visualize. Go through a whole visualization of you know, everything untangling like uh, a long telephone cord. You know, some of these, you some of you younger folks that have never had a telephone at the end of a cord, uh, if you use it a lot, it gets tangled up. And so you just kind of let it uh, hang down and it just spins and, and unravels. And that, w- and that worked the majority of the time, even though it was extremely uncomfortable. It was me being with that pain, just working through it. And then once it was released... Oh, that was so gratifying. And I I can't believe I'm talking about this on a podcast going out to thousands of people. But um, the big event happened in my early 40s. And it was when I was a manager at FedEx and I was check riding a, a courier in an extended area in northern Michigan. You know, not, towns were few and far between. Houses were few and far between. But getting in and out of this uh, this truck uh, – it happened again. I got all twisted up and it became quite uncomfortable to the point where I told the driver, I said, uh, I think you need to take me to a hospital. On the drive into town, I told him what was going on, explained it, and uh, he was quite compassionate. He, he could feel for me, as most guys probably could. Uh, but as we got closer to town, um, I decided that perhaps I could work this out on my own. And I said, just take me to the hotel. I can still remember checking into the Holiday Inn in Tawas, uh, thinking that if I could just get myself in a tub of hot water, everything just might work itself out on its own. Well, 
By the time I got into the tub, it, I wasn't in there for more than 15 minutes, and I realized this was the worst pain I ever experienced. And I got dressed and made my way to the front desk, and I asked if there was anyone that could take me to the hospital. And, of course, they get all concerned and says, our manager will take you there. He says, it's not, a, it's not an emergency, uh, but I'm in pain and I, I need to go. So he takes me to St. Joe. And uh, <laughs> now understand that this hospital is in a town where the population is probably uh, between Tawas and North Tawas, maybe 5,000 people. And this hospital serviced several of the surrounding towns. It was not a big hospital. And me walking in with testicular torsion was something novel and new. <laughs> so I, I found myself in an exam room and the attending, she didn't really know how to handle it, how to deal with it. So they ended up, you know, they didn't want to give me any pain medication because they thought that I may have to go in for surgery. They didn't want to complicate things with the anesthesiologist. So for the time being, no pain meds. They asked me if I'd be okay by myself in this uh, exam room until the surgeon on call could make it to the hospital. They said it should only be about an hour. And I said, well, I don't really have much choice. So while I'm in this room in pain, the worst pain that I can imagine I laid back on the table and I looked up and I saw acoustic tiles on the ceiling with a bunch of little dots, a little bunch of perforations. So I decided I was going to distract my mind and I was going to count the dots. And in that one ceiling tile, I counted 3,746, but I couldn't be absolutely sure. So I counted them again and came up with 3,746. 47. <laughs> but it kept my mind busy. And I really got that I could rise above virtually any pain that I would have to endure. And as luck would have it, if you're going to manifest an event of testicular torsion, you might as well do it in the only town in northern Michigan that has one of the top rated urologists in the state. So he came in and took one look and he knew exactly what he was dealing with. And he said, we're going to schedule an emergency surgery, but it's going to be at least two hours before we can get everything ready. And unfortunately, I can't give you anything for the pain. And because I had eaten something earlier in the day, they were not going to be able to give me general anesthesia. They ended up giving me a spinal block, which was pretty effective. The doctor explained to me that it was a genetic problem or a genetic issue. The vas deferens uh, attached to the side of the testicle and not to the top. And so it would occasionally get janked around and twisted. To fix it, he just stitched the vas deferens to the top of the testicle uh, with a couple stitches to hold it into place and it healed that way. The only problem he could foresee is that due to the lack of blood flow uh, over the past five hours, there might be a problem with potentially losing uh, that part of my anatomy. Uh, good news is after some deep meditation and visualizing blood flow moving there and everything being restored, everything works. All the equipment is intact. <laughs> and I had no idea I was going to be talking about that. But uh, there it is. There is. There was my experience, uh, one of my experiences 
in being with pain and just moving through it. Now, I knew what the source of the pain was. If you experience pain and you don't know what the source is, get it checked out. Get it, you know, there's times when I think a medical Western medicine is uh, well-equipped to take care of things. So this is not a prescription on my part to say, you know, if you have pain, just handle it. Now, get it checked out, find out the cause, and have it handled. Now, I'm really not talking about physical pain, because physical pain, it usually comes on, is acute, it's uh, short-lived, it's temporary. I'm really talking more about the emotional discomfort that we feel whenever we begin something new. Or on a deeper level, when we experience loss, when we experience disappointment, and our expectations are dashed on the rocks, like whatever we were holding as our expectation will not ever come to pass. And there's some pain with that. The pain, the suffering from that comes in our attachment to the expectation. Thinking that it should have, could have been some other way than the way it was. Resisting, accepting it. Resisting. In that resistance is we cause pain. We cause our suffering. And it could be the loss of a relationship, like it shouldn't have happened, I could have done something different, or, well, you didn't. It happened the way it happened. For another explanation or a little deeper dive on completion, you can go back two episodes to episode 33, How to Rock the Next Chapter, and I go through the process of completing. But in that process of completing, being with the pain is acknowledgement. It's sitting with it, being with it. Being bearing witness to the disappointment, the pain that was there, whether it was physical abuse or some other trauma. And at this point in my life, I realized virtually every person has had some type of trauma in their life. I had a relatively good childhood, and I've experienced trauma in varying degrees at different points in my life. Now, I have to admit that we're getting off into the weeds a little bit, and the subject of trauma, the idea of trauma past childhood, uh, all that, that deserves a much deeper, uh, a whole episode just to exploring it, how to heal that past stuff, or how to begin to heal it. When I was beginning this podcast, the, the discomfort that I was really thinking about was the discomfort of really overcoming inertia. As one example, now I don't know how many of you have been camping, but I have camped on occasion in a rustic setting or in a campground. And uh, when you're all snug as a bug in a sleeping bag and you have to go to the bathroom and the only way to go is to get up, unzip your warm sleeping bag and step out into the cold or make the long walk to the, the campground bathroom you put it off as long as you can because it's uncomfortable getting out of that position. And just like life in other situations, we usually endure, uh, we try and stay in our comfort zone for as long as we can. We tolerate certain things. Like, <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom, but I tolerated that inside my warm sleeping bag because I didn't want to step out into the cold. Until you hit threshold. You get to that point where you must do something. You cannot stand it anymore. You're mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore. 
That's referred to as inspirational dissatisfaction. It is actually the sponsoring thought, the sponsoring feeling of all change, all transformation. Because until you get dissatisfied with where you are, you're not going to move. You're not going to do anything that's going to upset the apple cart. So anytime you're going to move in a new direction, anytime you're going to embrace personal growth, there's going to be a period of discomfort. When training the body, that's referred to as the training effect, which initiates adaptation and growth. See, whenever we push the boundaries of our comfort zone, uh, our body seeks to, uh, our body and mind seeks homeostasis, that balance point. And so we begin to adapt to the changing situation, to the, the changing workload. But in the beginning, understand there's going to be part of you that's going to rebel. Like, no, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to grow. I want things just to be the same. I want it to be easy. I think we all go through that to some degree. Now, I don't know if you're completely aware of it, but some people have the idea that personal growth, the spiritual path is like rainbows in butterflies. And it's like just arising to a higher level of vibration. Well, there's parts of you that you've been dragging along that don't fit in that higher vibe state. It, they don't live there. You've adopted it. You learned to, to be different ways uh, that will not serve you in a higher realm. When you're transitioning into a whole new way of being, you will have the feeling as if you're about to step on a tightrope, stretch across a wide chasm, without the safety of a net. And because that feeling scares people, they hold back and they'll self-medicate with alcohol, sex, drugs, uh, food, what gambling, shopping, what other stuff, uh, gaming, anything in order to avert our attention away from the potential pain because we haven't yet developed a relationship with being uncomfortable. We haven't yet experienced the fact that if we advance, the universe has our back. I love the way Henry David Thoreau put it. He said, If one advances confidently in the direction of their dreams and endeavors to live the life which they have imagined, they will meet with success unexpected in common hours. They will put some things behind, will pass an invisible boundary, New, universal, and more liberal laws will begin to establish themselves around and within them. Or the old laws will be expanded and interpreted in his favor in a more liberal sense. And they will live with the license of a higher order of beings. So learn to feel comfortable feeling a little uncomfortable. Understanding that that feeling of uncomfortableness is the spice of life. It means you're growing. It means that you're expanding. So something that I did years ago is I decided that I was going to practice feeling uncomfortable. And for me, that was around housework. I was going to make my bed every day. Now, it wasn't perfect, but I always made the time to ruffle up the, the blankets and pull it up, at least so it looked like it was made. I made it a point to regularly clean the bathroom and never leave dirty dishes in the sink. Just always take care of them, rinse them off. 
And this was a biggie for me. When I took the clothes out of the dryer, I would fold them immediately. I can remember a time when all my clothes had been taken out of the dryer, were on the couch, and I would get dressed from the couch. <laughs> but those things were uncomfortable for me to, to take care of right away. Like, I always put it off. So I stopped doing that. Every day I got to practice doing something a little uncomfortable, to the point where I got comfortable feeling a little uncomfortable. It's like building a muscle, exercising it over time, I got better and better to the point where very little feels uncomfortable in my life. What else might you do? How about finishing your shower off with cold water? Not freezing cold, but just colder than warm. Get yourself up a half hour earlier every day. Go to bed a half hour earlier every day. Those are just some mediocre suggestions. I'm sure you can find some things in your life that you consider a little uncomfortable to do, but need to get done. Just decide that you're going to practice feeling a little uncomfortable and do them. And before you know it, you'll be having the uncomfortable conversation. You'll be telling the truth when it's not comfortable. You'll begin exercising. You'll go for an extra long walk every day. So to sum things up about this podcast, There is a distinction between pain and discomfort. Know the difference. And it's really something only you can be with. And there is a certain honor and transformation that occurs when you can be with the discomfort and not rush to alleviate it with a pain reliever or alcohol or some other other distraction. Like, just be with it and see what comes of it. You can journal your way through it. Secondly, most of discomfort is overcoming inertia. You know the Newton's law. A body at rest tends to remain at rest until acted upon by an outside force. That outside force is your own inner get up and go. Thirdly, pain is temporary. Suffering is by choice, by living in the idea that things could have, should have been some other way than the way they were. And lastly, learn to feel comfortable feeling a little uncomfortable, because that is the spice of growth. That's the spice of life. You know, I'm I'm still a little uh, taken aback by uh, my sharing of that intimate story. And I guess that was just me being a little uncomfortable sharing that. I I haven't shared that with many, many people. Hardly any. Well, I guess I can't say that anymore. (laughs) This is Daniel Danovi. Thank you for your listening. And until next time, follow your bliss and live the epic life.